Welcome back and thank you for tuning in to the Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is LaToya and I want to thank you for listening and subscribing. Today, I'm going to talk to you about when you least expect it, when you least expect God to show up, when you least expect God to move, God will still move. Of course, we should always have great expectations and desire to see more of God. But there are times in our lives where we may feel discouraged or disappointed. And even then, God knows how to show up. He knows how to meet us right where we are and reveal himself to us. And so Ephesians chapter three, verse 19 says to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. I don't know about you, but I want to see the fullness of God, the fullness of his glory, the fullness of his power. And verse 20 says now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. And so we have the power of Christ working in us. And this is a promise that he is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think. This scripture, this verse, it's not a motivational speech. It's not something we just read for motivation. But if you have faith, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed and you hold on to this word for dear life, you know that God is faithful and that every time God will do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can ask for or imagine. And I want to bring this perspective to you that sometimes the things that God will do are not just physical or tangible things, but God will also show up with his presence, with his power, with his glory. And so real quick, I want to share what happened to me this weekend. I was in a very, very powerful worship service and experience with the Lord. And it was such a beautiful time, a beautiful atmosphere to really just focus on God. And so it was a long week last week, but I came into the house of the Lord and I was just ready. My heart was just postured to worship God, to meet with him, to encounter him. And can I tell you that the Lord did so much more than I could expect or imagine that he would do. And I really sensed his presence in such a rich way and such a glorious way that is so hard to describe, but my heart is full and God, he knows exactly what we need. Even when we don't know what we need, God knows exactly what we need. And I am so thankful to serve a God who shows up who's real, who's personal, who knows us intimately. God is not a one size fits all God, but he knows every detail about you. He knows every detail about your life. He knows why you are here. You're calling your, your personality. He knows all of those things. And also God knows exactly what we have need of. Even when we don't know where we're lacking, he knows all things. And so I want to encourage you to get back into his presence, seek his face with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. And even when you feel discouraged, even when you feel hopeless, know that God will meet you where you are. Do not give up. Do not throw in the towel, but know that God is able. I want to share this verse with you in John chapter four, verse 35. It's so good. It's so powerful. It says, do you not say 
there are will there are still four months and then comes the harvest behold i say to you lift up your eyes and look at the fields for they are already white for harvest and so so many times we can think that the promises of god they're so far away and there's still four months we have to wait for this time of harvest but jesus says in this verse in this parable look now look right now behold i say to you lift up your eyes and look at the fields for they are already white for harvest what does this mean god is not on our timetable god can show up sooner than we think he can show up later but i want you to understand that even when you least expect it even when you feel like you are so far away you may truly be closer than you realize and so even then you have to begin to speak and understand that god is not limited he is not limited like we are limited. God is ready to perform his word. And in the fullness of time, you will see a manifestation of everything that God has promised you. And that brings me to the story of Lazarus, because even when they least expected it, God raised Lazarus from the dead and Jesus tells him to come forth. And I want to look at this story because Lazarus was dead for four days, not just three days. He was to the place where his body was smelling, right? And even then Jesus resurrected his body. He commanded Lazarus to come forth. And so let's look at that in John chapter 11. It says, now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore, the sister sent to him saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the son of God may be glorified through it. So God already had a purpose. He already had a plan in mind. Even when we don't understand the nature of God and why sometimes we feel like God takes so long to answer us. We don't have all the details as to why God does what he does. And so even in this story of Lazarus, Jesus begins to explain to his disciples, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the son of God may be glorified through it. Amen. Hallelujah. And so verse five, now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Now, this can create all kinds of forms of disappointment and discouragement because Jesus did not immediately leave and go to Lazarus. He stayed exactly where he was when Lazarus was sick. And so, of course, we get into the story where um, Mary says, if you were here, he would not have died. And who knows? Because when Jesus got the report, Lazarus was simply sick. And then the time that it took Jesus to actually show up, Lazarus had died. And I want to tell you, even things in your life where you feel like I prayed about it, God didn't show up, things didn't happen how I thought they would. Maybe you've had some losses or some things where you feel like, man, if God only showed up, then things would have turned out differently. I want to encourage you that God has the final say. Then we see in verse 21. Now, Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. 
So she makes mention of this because we see there was a delay between the time that Lazarus was sick and the time that Jesus showed up. And Martha makes mention of that. She brings that before the Lord, all her disappointment, all her discouragement. She says, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And then verse 23, Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am hallelujah. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? And so of course he goes back and forth with Martha and then he begins to call Lazarus forth. And so we're going to look at verse 31. Then the Jews who were with her in the house and comforting her when they saw that Mary rose up quickly and went out, followed her saying, she is going to the tomb to weep there. Then when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. So Mary said the same thing. They felt like your timing is wrong. You should have shown up sooner. You know, we can all relate to that where we feel like, man, God has taken so long to show up for me. And so we see that with both Mary and Martha. Let's jump to verse 39. Jesus said, take away the stone, Martha. The sister of him who was dead said to him, Lord, by this time, there is a stench for he has been dead for days. Again, we're looking at the timing of God because God can show up when you least expect it. And so she's explaining to Jesus, we can't even take away the stone because his body is smelling so bad at this point. And then verse 40, and I want you wherever you are to write this verse down, make it a life verse. This is one of my favorite verses. John chapter 11, verse 40, Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you would believe you would see the glory of God. And I want to challenge you with that question as well, that if you would believe, he said, did I not say to you that if you would believe you would see the glory of God? So if you, if you believe you would see the glory of God, let that be something that you live your life based upon. I know that I try to, to believe that I will see the glory of God. Verse 41, then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me, but because of the people standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now, when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus come forth. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, loose him and let him go. Listen, even though it was four days and his body was stinking, they wrapped him in those graven clothes. When Jesus spoke that word and he commanded Lazarus to come forth, Lazarus had no choice but to come forth. And I want to tell you, even things that you feel like are dead or buried, you can speak life. You can speak to every dry area of your life and believe that God will show up even when you don't expect him to. And so Mary and Martha, they were already grieving. They were already in a place where everyone there was, was grieving Lazarus, but God still had a plan. God still had a purpose. God still 
had the final say and God still has the final say. And I want to tell you that if you believe you will see the glory of God. And when you see the glory of God and when God shows up, he may very well show up at a time where you least expect him to and understand that he is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can ask for or think. Hallelujah. Glory be unto God. I want to say a prayer with you, Father. I thank you for each and every person that is listening today. I pray, God, for those that may feel weary or discouraged or disappointed. Oh, God, I thank you that you are Alpha and Omega. You are the beginning and the end. You are also with us on this journey called life. And Father, I thank you that you are faithful to perform your word. You are faithful to us, God. And I thank you that you supply all of our needs according to your riches and your glory. You supply all of our needs emotionally and mentally and spiritually and physically. Everything that we need, everything that we are, God, it's in you. And so, Father, I thank you that you are not a man that you should lie, that you will fulfill your word. You will fulfill your promise to us. I thank you that you are not limited to time. I thank you that you are not limited to our own understanding. And I pray that you would help us, God, to trust in you, to lean not to our own understanding, but in all of our ways to acknowledge you and you will direct our paths. And I thank you, God, for faith that even if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, we can speak to mountains and those mountains must be moved. And so, Father, today, release the gift of faith. Stir up our hearts to continue to believe you, that you are the author and the finisher of our faith. So we set our eyes on you. We set our affection on you. We know that you are not a man that you should lie, oh God, but everything that you have spoken, you are faithful to perform your word. And Father, I thank you today that great is your faithfulness. Great is your loving kindness. Great are you, Lord, and greatly to be praised. So with everything, God, we honor you. We trust you. We hold on to you and we give you glory, honor, and praise for who you are. In Jesus name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. I do want to encourage you to uh, purchase Before the Promise by Latoya Bryant. Um, This book is so encouraging. I thank God for his leading and I'm so grateful for this book. And I pray that it blesses you as much as it blessed me to write it. Uh, We're going on our two year anniversary already. It's almost been, um, it's coming up on two years since my first release self-published book. And I just want to encourage you, even with this message, that it's so important that you believe God. And so this book is called um, Before the Promise, Believing God for What You Have Yet to See. So make sure you grab it off of Amazon and let it be a blessing to you. Also, feel free to follow Awake Christian Clothing for all your Christian apparel. And ladies, we are having our virtual ladies empowerment this Friday, May 21st. It is all online, but you do have to register. And I want to invite you to spend this time where we are going to dive into the word of God and prayer and the prophetic and so many things you do not want to miss it. So you can simply go to www.prayerisbreathingladies.eventbrite.com and register, register, register so that you can be a part. The first one was so amazing and so powerful. And I'm believing that God is going to move so mightily by his spirit this Friday night. So make sure you are in the room virtually. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to tune back in next week.